The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, I'm Helen, owner of Helen's Wines in Los Angeles. They're gem box little wine shops on Fairfax and located in Brentwood. They're in the back of a restaurant that I own with my business partners, John and Vinny. The restaurant's called John and Vinny's, John and Vinny's and Helen's, one little happy family, but this is Wine Face. It's my podcast, and yeah, that's right, I'm not using my sexy Instagram voice, no. I am telling you, Wine Face is here. We are breaking down wine education in a digestible and pleasant manner. We are giving you the 411, educating you, giving you the deets, giving you the hot tips, inside tracks. But today on Wine Face, it's a dual prong, dual prong episode. First of all, a topic people ask me about all the time, what makes a wine vegan or vegetarian? The more important question is what makes the wine not vegan or vegetarian? Oh, twist. We're going to go deep into that. Well, as deep as Wine Face possible, because sometimes too deep is too deep and you don't get the facts straight and everyone gets confused. We're going to do like a nice vegetarian vegan wine intro. I got to say pretty much all the wines that I buy are vegetarian and some are even vegan, but we'll get into what that means. Also, it's Farewell Mad Dog. Miss Madison Martin is on the podcast. It's not farewell. It's see you soon. But yesterday was Madison Martin's last day at Helen's Wines for now, as I like to say. No, she's going on to bigger and better things, which we'll get into. Uh, she might be making a few cameos at some Helen's events. For, so for you diehard Mad Dog fans, you can see her at uh, Strike for now, you know, if you're in Los Angeles and if you're a woman. But men are allowed to. We're equal opportunity entertainers. It's all good. But yeah, wine face. Good morning, Madison. Good morning. Madison's here in the studio. It's bright and early. She brought me a moon juice. She has a coffee. And she brought one of her favorite wines. The Altaver Bourgogne Blanc. Altaver Bourgogne Blanc, a.k.a. Chardonnay, by, made by Julien Altaver. It's true. I, You know, part of me just wanted to see Helen's reaction when I walked in with a white burgundy on the podcast. White burgundy? <laughs> say my name. Say my, it's like the Beyonce of wine for me. I'm so excited. It's true. And our first 
office altercation was the day that I told Helen I don't drink Chardonnay. (laughs) Altercation sounds like a strong word. So for those of you who didn't listen to the first episode that Mad Dog was on and the only other one, and maybe she'll be back. I don't know. You know, at DM me at Helen's Wines and let me know if you want more Mad Dog. But Madison started as my assistant two years ago. Yeah. And then rose through the ranks. And those were pretty small <laughs> ranks. It was basically Only just me yeah. and Madison for a long time at Helen's Wines. But she rose to the ranks of office operations, manager, event, everything. She basically know. was my right arm. And now my arm is cut off. But I'll Whoa, grow a new one. So <laughs> So intense and so sad. Bittersweet. How about we say? A lot of people live happy lives with one arm. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Shout out to the disabled. Shark attacks are real. But I don't really remember this office altercation about Julian Altobert. No, it wasn't Altobert in general. It was just all Chardonnays. And when you heard that, you were like, what? Mads. You just haven't had a good white burgundy. And I was like, you're probably right. I, f- I have made this argument in the past. It's true. You changed my way of white wines. Whole and then I changed other people's ways of white wines. You heard it here first. A testament. We're going to go, go to the message board. <laughs> Helen's Wines changing lives. Hashtag through- white burgundy. <laughs> Hashtag white burgundy. Hashtag it's real. It's real. So real. Um, But today, Mad Dog... Self-proclaimed pescatarian. It's true. With vegetarian tendencies. Yeah. But lover of salmon. I love love (laughs) me some salmon. No, I think for me it's just like I'm a pescatarian by default, especially because I hate being fussy. I like when I go out to a restaurant to not have a problem ordering or I hate being an imposition to people if I'm a guest at someone's house. Um, But if I'm home, I'm usually cooking just straight up veg. Um, I just, it feels better that way. And it's also for some ethical purposes, which is why it's so important that the wine reflects that too. Veg City. When did you stop eating meat? I stopped eating meat when I was a seventh grader. Whoa. So like we're talking a good like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Bold moves. Bold moves happening. Um, And it started from like a, you know, really intense I love animals perspective. And then the more I learned about our food industry, the more I just had no big reason to go back. Nightmare on Beef Street. It's it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. rough. It freaks me out. Yeah. Don't, I, don't do digging in that. If I eat like meat, but meat. very carefully. I think that's the move. Like, I yeah. have no judgment for those who do eat meat. I think it's all personal preference and your own ethics and health. I think it's just uh, this is what works for me. But, like, it doesn't work for anyone. I wouldn't push it on anyone. Mm. Scary spice moment. A (laughs) lot of wine is made with some fish or meat byproducts. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, it gets weird. Yeah. Some wines label vegan, but most wine isn't. And it kind of feeds back into this whole big argument we're always talking about here that like, you just need to go for small production dope ass wines. Stay away from the supermarket wines, as I like to say. But let's talk about it. So the way that Animal byproducts are used in wine is during the fining process. Right. So we'll talk about the fining process. What is the fining process? It's the process that helps clarify wine. (laughs) Oh, were you going to answer? I can't tell if this is a Q&A section. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Okay, what's the fining process? Well, it's a filtration process. You're looking at this 
wine saying, oh, it's nice and clear and crisp. It's just grape juice. Like, it must just be like what I buy Welch's, but it's not. This is as far from Welch's as it gets. And we're not talking about the Alta Bear. She's looking at it. I am looking at it. She's looking at it, but I'm like, not that one. She's exempt from this entire conversation. So some people might argue, so what about like wines that are natural wines or good wines that aren't, that are clear? Does that mean that they're fined? Doesn't necessarily. No, it just means that they are limited in the amount of natural sediment. Yeah. And also... All of the sediment and cloudiness does go away and stabilize over time. But uh, there's something called the man, and the man <laughs> is trying to rush the process. It's true, you... especially when you're mass producing and you need to make a lot of wine really fast. you got to cheat the system somehow, make it quicker. Motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's go into what are the commonly used things in the finding process. Yeah. Okay, there's milk proteins. Um, I would say of all the things in finding, that is pretty much the only acceptable thing for me. I don't really buy a lot of wines that use milk proteins for finding. It's vegetarian. But I would say that is the one that's like more okay than any of the others, but still not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Beyond that, second worst, egg whites. Also vegetarian. So milk proteins and egg whites, um, probably for some more expensive higher-end wines, these are more commonly used. But then we get into animal protein, such as porcine and bovine stomach linings. Horrifying. Disgusting. Even though I have some family members who love tripe. So, hey, La Tripa. If you're, if you're a tripe lover, <laughs> this wine is for you. This wine's for you. No, <laughs> definitely not. Even if you love tripe, I do believe in nose to tail, but not in this sense. Isinglass, aka fish bladder, is another one. Who knew fl- fish had bladders I also? Really tiny. Like fish pee? Yeah, they have to. Do they? Do they drink water? They live in water. <laughs> they have gills. You're making some great points. <laughs> Just saying, um, chitosan, which is derived from the shells of crustaceans. I don't know. It's kind of gross. But here's an example. A protein derived from animal hides and bones, uh, gelatin, can be used on both red and white wines. Red wines can gain suppleness from this, while white wines can attain brighter color, though often at the expense of its tannins. Bummer. Bam. Sounds like you're taking something that could be potentially good and making it worse. But anyone who uses these processes is probably starting with something Niles Barkley to begin with. And it will only make it, quote unquote, better. These agents are like magnets for the molecules around it. So I guess that's why they use it, right? Yeah. I mean, they must be effective in some way. You're like, oh, this is cloudy. This is bitter. This is too acidic. Let me just add some milk protein in there like my morning smoothie mm. oh yeah yeah stir it in metamuse <laughs> ovaltine there you no, go. no. <laughs> also are bladders filters kind of well i mean it, i guess they filter for us yeah but i guess no kidneys do that and our pee is antimicrobial <laughs> and hopefully clear <laughs> yeah if it's super yellow guys drink water it's never, never gotta, not, a, never, n- never, <laughs> never not enough water. Okay. So I think the big thing here is when you buy a bottle of wine, there's no way that you can see if it uses any of these processes. Yeah, how so would you know? how would you know? What is your recommendation, Mad Dog? I would say 
I mean, our number one default is always check the importer. Because right. a lot of the time, if you bond with a specific importer with the same principles that you have, they can be your first watchdog. Mm. That isn't a get-out-of-jail-free card for this situation, but it could be like a good first step to kind of weed out whether or not to initially trust something. Um, the other one is then the next level down is learn the winemakers. You'll know specific winemakers that are using those practices. And if you see them, even if you haven't had that one of their wines, if they're using that practice with one of them, with one of the most like foundational wines, they're probably using those practices with the rest of them. So it's kind of a safe bet to be like, ah, ultimately, like, I know he's a good guy. I know he's doing the right thing. I know his wines are safe to drink. Yeah. For me. Bow, wow, wow. Some people, <laughs> watchdogs. I see. <laughs> Wine watchdogs. We're starting a new club. It's called Wine Watchdogs. <laughs> WWD. Wait, I kind of love that. I know. It's my, it's my uh, legacy. Yeah. Mad, Mad Dog. Dog is part of WWD, Wine Watchdogs. And we're going to be meeting every second Saturday of the month cool. in Griffith Park. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody turn bring out. Bring your blanket. Yeah, bring your blanket. Bring your bottle of wine. Bring your vegan snacks. Bring your vegan snacks. <laughs> and vegetarian. We're plant-based Wine Watchdogs. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty terrifying and pretty crazy. I, I would say in general, most of the time you're never going to know and it's going to be super tough and even like sommeliers aren't going to know so if you like will go into a restaurant and you're like is this vegan a yeah. lot of times it's not really on people's radar but I think the reason why I bring it up is because if you are strictly vegan or you are strictly vegetarian and then you drink a wine let's say you're in a lounge at an airport where they might be sourcing some questionable wines that's right airlines you have a ways to go I'm available for curation Ooh. if you need me. Just put it out in the universe. Delta Sky Lounge. Yeah, they work with someone else, but that's all good. I love her, so <laughs> she's, she's cool. Shout out Andrea Robinson. Hey, shout out to women and wine. Yeah, women and wine. I'm a big supporter. All women, all wine, all the time. You're welcome to be in wine watchdogs <laughs> <laughs> with me. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is... It's going to be really hard if you go in and you're like, hey, do you have a wine that is vegan? But if you are a strict vegan, part of the problem with these processes is that a little bit of those items that get put into the wine as finding agents get absorbed into the product. So that's when strict vegans get sad. Well, and I can only speak for myself, but like when you kind of adopt the lifestyle of being vegetarian or vegan or pescatarian, you sign up for a little extra research. You know that there's going to be situations that you find yourself in that are going to need a little more digging and maybe aren't going to be as convenient as if you weren't. And so it's just one of those things that, like, if that is something that you're passionate about, do your research. Find what you like and a wine that you like that you know you can drink with confidence. Don't be fashionably vegan. Come on now. Right? Yeah, yeah LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Now I'm now, I'm also a vegan watchdog, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we drink what you want, be happy, uh, I don't know. <laughs> vegan watch cat. I think in, in summation about vegan vegetarian is the reason that a lot of companies use finding agents is because of market pressure to get a product into the market and they're trying to rush a natural process. So, all of this, like, stabilizing and fining would happen naturally if people allow time for it to happen. And I think it just all funnels back to, like, slowing life down, 
really engaging in things that are made with intention and purpose, which is kind of my life's mission. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you used it as a nickname to call them supermarket wines, but it's really important that we draw attention to that because almost any single wine you buy in a grocery store is not safe for a vegetarian or vegan. Like, I think it's a really good assumption to make if you are one of those dietary restrictions that those wines are not for you. Not for you. Support your local wine shop. Woohoo. Yeah. Okay, let's open this Altebert. I visited Julian. So Julian Altebert is in Burgundy in France, and he makes Chardonnay, and he's such a badass. Um, so we're opening his 2017 Bourgogne Blanc. Uh, we have a very— by Percy Selections. Per, shout out Percy Selections. Ooh. Ooh. Popped it. Popping bottles. The cool thing about Chardonnay is I was just feeling the temperature of this, and the wine is cellar temp because Madison just pulled it from— Helen's Wines. On Fairfax. On Fairfax. <laughs> Chardonnay is such a cool grape varietal because you don't need to drink it super cold. You could drink it cellar temp and be totally pleasantly pleased with it. So Julian Altebert is a strict adherence to natural winemaking, but he's making some amazing, amazing wine in Burgundy, which a lot of amazing wines made there, but not everyone adheres to his regime of no intervention, no sulfur. So... I really appreciate him. He doesn't speak any English. So when I visited him, he spoke to me in French for two hours. Whoa. Very animatedly. I was nodding. I was like, mm, oui, c'est bon. <laughs> and I did entendre beaucoup that he was saying, but it was kind of dicey. How does this wine taste to you, Mad Dog? I, I love his wines because they are the perfect middle ground to me where Ugh. they hold all the principles of natural winemaking, but they drink super classically. So mm. I could crack this with my parents and not worry that they're going to be like, what hippie wines are you drinking nowadays? <laughs> like, they, this is such a people-pleasing wines that you can drink it with your friends and drink it with your parents. And in that, like, Venn diagram, not a lot of bottles hit that middle ground. It's a very small category that can actually do both. No. So you get a lot of street cred on all sides of the street with this wine. So much cred. Oh, Mads, what are you looking Whoa. for the most about not working with me? <laughs> Nothing. No, <I'm> <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of, like, pieces in life that, you know, working with Helen's has been amazing. And I've gotten to dive down the wine rabbit hole in such mm. an incredible way and learn so quickly. And to use that knowledge in other areas of my life and also to have the time to explore the other passions that took the back burner while I was hyper-focused on wine. Not to say that, like, that was a bad thing. That was an incredible experience. Um, I'm excited to return to those. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So, Madison. Yes. Tell the people what they want to hear. Why are you leaving Helen's Wines? Where are you going? <laughs> Helen's been waiting for this moment for so for long. For my entire life. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm an actor. I went to school for it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, it's She's coming out. Dun, dun. She didn't want to um, tell anyone. I know, it's now she is telling everyone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I I got burned out when I came to L.A. with the audition circuit in the industry being what it is and the, the sharp-toothed nature of it. And so... Um, You're a learned actor. I am, yeah. I went to school for it. I went NYU. to NYU. I went to Tisch. I did the whole thing. It's, it's a big deal. I didn't wake up yesterday and decide to be an actor. <laughs> it's been a whole lifelong thing. Uh, so I am just... Doing the uh, high risk, high reward, and jumping back in it. So back I, on the grind. Back on the grind, and 
I'm really excited to jump back into acting. I, I feel like a very different person than when I jumped out of it, a lot more grounded, a lot more learned, you know, and, and I think that will hopefully show in, that in the world work as well. In the work. I also learned from the best of how to be a really confident businesswoman. Oh, oh who's that? Oh, it's uh -oh. It's, it's, me. it's me. It's me. Confidence booster. She's you an incredible role model. Oh. So I think that'll help too in conversations that get sticky. Fuck uh, yeah. This, Don't let anyone boss you around, mad dog. This dope woman taught me how to have a backbone. I'm gonna cry. Don't cry. No, I will. Don't forget <laughs> us when you're big time. Impossible. Okay. If you were gonna pair this wine, this Chardonnay, with a movie that you like watching, what would it be? Mm. Ooh, that's good. That's a I, good. That's yeah. a good one. I think it would have to be. I have two options. Well, we should tell people what this wine tastes like. Right, so it's right, Chardonnay, right. but how does it taste? Chardonnay. I'm getting like lemon, pear, and a tiny bit of honey on the oh, finish. Me too. It's, it's so good. dreamy. There is nothing buttery about this, which I think is really important to say when we're drinking a Chardonnay. And you're like, I cannot believe these oh. women are raving about a Chardonnay. But like, there is... No oak on this puppy. Mm. He is well. It's neutral. The There's yeah. neutral. neutral. Yeah, but I, no. You can't new taste oak. it. No new oak. Yeah, no yeah. New oak. I want to just like dip lobster in butter and oh, drink yeah. it with I wanna, this wine. I want to eat. Shout out to Son of a Gun. <laughs> I want to eat the mussels at Son of a Gun uh, right now with the fennel. Yeah, with uh. the fennel and just kind of like eat some mussels, dip some fries in it, drink this white bread. Some moles. I'm Ooh, getting on a plane to Paris. Now I want uh. now I want moles. Okay, so what movie pairs with the Alta Bear Bourgogne Blanc Chardonnay 2017 Vintage? It needs to be something like old timey, mm. but zippy. Ooh. You know, but so like Catherine like, Hepburn. Yeah, it feels equal parts nostalgic as it does like alive. Bringing Honestly, up baby I'm with the with the cheetah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Throwback. I might do like the artist. Oh. Because it's okay. like it's nodding to old school, mm. but it's a new wine. This is a 2017. So he's not actually like a golden age baby. Nope. But he feels like one. And, and could be one. And could be one. But he's doing some fun new things. Ah. <sighs> and you could age for a long time. Which I think ah, TBD, that movie may or may not. But it was really good, and I think this would drink great with it. Oh, what would I'm like? I'm like, ooh, this wine's so exciting. Maybe I want to watch Jurassic Park. Whoa! Or this wine's so classy. I just want to watch Diane Keaton in anything. Literally anything. Li anything. Yeah. Anything. Anytime. But I would any say day. If this was a Diane Keaton movie, it would be like straight up Annie Hall. Uh, but Woody Allen, I don't know. Well, I know. Hashtag me too. I know. I, I'm not saying. That. I still love Annie Hall, and I, I love all Woody not Allen. Not shout movies. out to Woody Allen. Shout out to Diane Keaton in Annie Hall. Her performance is unaffected by his. We love you, Diane Keaton, ethics. and you like John and Vinny's, I think. And you're a Meisner actor like me. And you're so dope. Listen, we just sprang forward because. It's spring and summer's around the corner and you got to shake those winter blues. And I'm telling you, I just started taking these personalized vitamins. They're called Care Of and this shit is so dope. When you are transitioning out of a season, you feel sluggish. Sometimes you need an extra boost. I know I've been craving sleep and I've been a little bit stressed. I started taking these vitamins. I just got like this instant swoop in of energy 
It's so, so easy. Care of, you go online. You They also have an app. You take an online quiz. They, you talk about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices. It literally took me like three to four minutes. And then they make you a special personalized scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. Um, it's insane. 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. And so you really need to be in tune about what your body is lacking and what you need to attain your ultimate personal health and wellness goals. Um, Your personalized Care of Chance subscription box, this is my favorite part, it gets sent right to your door. So for me, I'm in Inglewood, I walk outside, I'm like, oh shit, my vitamins are here, my personalized little daily packs, it's so easy and it's so convenient, especially when I'm traveling, I can just throw a bunch of packs in my bag for however many days I'm gone. But here is the best part. A portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus foundation. Please look it up. It's an amazing foundation. And what the portion of sale goes towards is to provide expectant mothers with much needed prenatal vitamins. So key. So for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter wineface as the promo code and you will get 50% off your next First and all purchases. No, not all of them, but your first one. And that's a good place to start. Listen, we believe in drinking healthy wine. Let's take care of ourselves. Get your vitamins. Put your best foot forward with care of. That's takecareof.com and enter the promo code WINEFACE. Now, lightning round. I'm going to call out some famous actors. Whoa. And you pair wines with them. Could be grape, could be style, could be vibe. <laughs> Are you ready? I am. That was the sound of the lightning round. <laughs> One, Bradley Cooper. Whoa, I think he's like a rusty orange wine. A rusty orange wine. Like a, maybe let's go. Um, I do think he's sober, so maybe that's weird. Ooh. All right. All right. Maybe orange just wine. Like a, like a nice cider. Oh, a cider. Easier on the alcohol and, content. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. I mean, you got to give her like a top shelf Sancerre. Ooh, top shelf. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, my girl. Oh, man. She is a juicy red. Like, <laughs> she's got to be something. She loves Gamay. I, that makes sense to me. I give her like the like brightest, most fruit forward, but also like. Uh, she's the best. Structured Gamay. Kim Kardashian. Am I allowed to say Whispering Angel? Ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to get into Super Soul Sundays. Sorry, 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 sorry. I mean, she's MIP. MIP. MIP is what I always call like the prom queen of the wine shop. Everyone loves her. A little basic, but you know, whatevs. Crowd pleasing. Crowd pleasing. Mad Dog, we're excited to see what you do in life. This episode was Farewell Mad Dog, but it's actually See You Soon Mad Dog. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I want to talk about, you didn't get to taste these, but my new and exciting wine of the week is going to be these wines from Puglia by Valentina Pasalacqua, imported by Critical Mass Selections. Ruby Martin, shout out. She brought me these wines. They're all in liter bottles. There's a white. There's a rosé made from Montepulciano. There's a red wine. It's this woman in Puglia. She just like her family discovered a a marble mine beneath their vineyards. They got mad rich. And so she's just been able to like make casual, awesome wine. And the labels are on point. Oh, yeah. I just drank the red at Kismet. It was 
delicious. Shout out Kiz. <laughs> Shout out Kiz Monies. <laughs> um, Mad Dog in summation, you're the best. Thank I you. cherish you. Thank you for all your hard work. It's not goodbye. It's see you soon. Of course. Mad Dog's always welcome back on Wine Face. (laughs) I would say I'd see you guys around, but... You might. I'll just... Yeah, I'll see anyone around. Whenever you have some new and exciting news, just pop on back. I will. I'll be like, hey, this is important. And also, drink this. It's really good. Awesome. All right, everybody. This is Helen from Helen's Wines. Uh, I hope you learned something about what makes a wine not vegetarian and not vegan. This is Wine Face, my podcast, bringing you the 411 on all the wine business news, pairings, vibes, entertainment. Love, love, love. You can check me out at helenswines.com. I guess it's not .com if it's uh, Instagram, but it is if it's www.in the World Wide Web. At Helen's Wines on Instagram. Please rate and review, subscribe, ask me questions. I want to know the answers. Also, please DM me if there's anything that you want to learn about. About when it comes to wine. Peace out, Cub Scouts and Girl Scouts. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Bye. Bye.